Well, it is a beautiful Wednesday morning in the great, greatest state in the Union, Arizona. And, uh, well, fuck, it's just beautiful out. 66 degrees, sun is shining as always. <sighs> They're almost done with the, the new Jack in the Box and the new uh, Burger King, which they're building in town. I think I'm more excited about the Burger King, really. That fuck Jack in the Box. Gotten too expensive. Everything's gotten really just too expensive. Shit. You know, it's like, what the fuck? And fast food ain't fast anymore. You notice that? It's like you pull in and it takes you 20, 30 minutes. It's like, God, what the hell? Yeah, they're both cruising along. I think they both broke ground pretty much the same day. So they're, it's kind of like a race in the community. See who, see who gets built first and open first. Town's got 22 restaurants of 5,000 people, but we are right off of I-10, so whatever. Not like it's a scenic spot. All right, well, enough of this shit. My question today is, is America on the verge of collapse? Is it collapsing? Or is everything just fucking fine and dandy? <laughs> and uh, and you looking around, listening to economists, and they're all kind of hush-hush because they, they don't really... I guess it's kind of hard to predict... You know the 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 outcome of dealing with a, a mental patient. You know they might laugh and slap you on the back and go, "You're my friend. I like you," or they might just fucking go all fucking chimpanzee on you, buck you all up, and tear your arms off because they're really strong. You know, so it, it's that's the economy. It's it's like a, a mental patient, and we're dealing with people that are running it that have so many dials and gauges and sliders to control the the macro effects of everything they're doing that fucks everything up. And so I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Gerald Salente and Peter Schiff and a lot of them are saying, well, you know, it's, it's a lot worse than it looks, which I've been hearing that since 1970s, you know. I haven't seen things as screwed up as they are now since, you know, well, ever, you know, and, and me growing up, you know, being born in the fifties and raised in the sixties and seventies, got out of school and got married and took the family plan. We've always been the reserve currency of the world, you know, the petrodollar. And that, for some reason that I, as a simple-minded person, do not completely understand, has allowed us to rack up $30 trillion in debt. And it's even more than that. The unfunded stuff that they say takes us up to, you know, over $100 trillion. And then the other bullshit out there, the the leveraged, you know, loans and and the... Just the fraud that's been going on with with that, you know, weird money system. You know, somebody said, well, we could be, you know, quadrillions in debt, which I guess doesn't mean anything. 
you know, like uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, what's his name, Kiyosaki, I think that's his name, uh, you know, mentioned that if you, if you're in debt, then, then, you know, banks love you, you know, it's, it's like, in theory, you know, I have one lender from years ago, always trying to collect, and I'm like, I'm just not going to pay you. It's like, screw off, you know. You've bailed out the car companies, the gas companies, the banks too big to fail companies. You bailed out everybody. Take that 5000 that I owe you and shove it up your ass. Now, I've thought of talking to them, but I, I can't seem to talk to a human every time they call, if it's even them that's calling. And just saying, look, I owe you five. And uh, if you lend me 20, I'll give you the five plus another 2,000 in interest because that's really why you're in business. It's not to make my life better by lending me shit. It's to to lend money to get interest. You know, it's it's like gardening. You You plant the seeds and then you get this fruit. So... I thought of calling him and just going, look, you know, let me 20. I'll give you five plus two. That's seven. And, uh, you know, I'll keep the rest and spend it. Have fun. And, yeah, make you a few payments. Show some good faith. Maybe I'll pay just the interest on it for a year. But eventually I'm not going to pay that back either. So I'm going to need you to lend me probably, you know, 50 grand. Which then I'll pay back the 20 or whatever it was that we agree on. And. I'll give you more interest plus, you know, the interest payments I've made up to that point, you know, and then uh, we'll just keep doing that until I, you know, owe the fucking government or whoever, you know, 100, 200 million dollars. I mean, who cares? Long as you're giving me the money that the government's giving you at one, two percent and you're charging me three or four. So you're making money on it and you're getting your interest because that's why you're in business. The principle really doesn't matter, you know. It's, it's a it's a it's a number that no one cares about in that world, and that's what these you know really rich people, you know, talk about. You know, like Amazon doesn't make as much money or Bezos as they say. They're just always in debt, and they're leveraged, and and and, and it just it's like a little shit show. And so, how long can America play that game with money that we don't have? You know, we print it, and then nowadays, you know, people used to buy our bonds. You know, like us people, people from other countries, other country would buy our bonds, and then that's how we would get money. You know, we we, we print these bonds, and then people buy them, and then, you know, somehow that gives us the right to just print a shit ton more money and do it again and again and again. So I don't get it. You know, you, you talk to these experts or you listen to them, and they're like, well, you know, we could go broke, but maybe not, you know. Can we continue to owe more and more every year? And a lot of them say no, and some of them go, yeah, why not? There's no end in sight. We can continue to do this. And then it falls back onto the old theory of, you know, consumer confidence. Well, not like us, because we're idiots. You know, like consumers, like everybody in the world, confidence. And, and, it, and it's just like a, a big check kiting scheme that just goes around and around and around and well you know and everybody knows it's check kiting and they don't care because as long as they deposit that check you wrote them into their account then they can spend that money 
And then they'll turn around and write you a different, bigger check and back and forth, but on a national, global fucking level. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's whatever you want to call it. It's just fucking bullshit. So I, I'm reading this morning that we're, we're going to give uh, Ukraine, you know, $800 million in more fucking weapons and armor and shit, which, you know, like probably 10% of that will go to the Biden, you know, crime syndicate and and you know it's just where 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 do we get that money because see we can just sit there and go here's here's a bunch of guns and shit whatever but raytheon and these companies yeah they have to build those bombs and and they have to get paid because they're running their little check kiting thing too so it's you know bomb that costs you know $1,000 really only cost, you know, Raytheon a couple hundred, you know, whatever, just figuratively speaking. So I see all this going on and I'm thinking, well, you know, we're, you know, the petrodollar has gone down, you know, in value. You know, it used to be like 70, 80% of the world used the petrodollar, which were probably the big players that, you know, had money. The rest of them are all broke ass busted. And now it's down like below 60 so is that moving the needle does any of this shit affect you and I but fuck I don't know and, and then you know I'm watching more scientific shit you know from some doctors and you know biochemists and stuff that are talking about how the this the spike protein that's in the shot that you're getting called the vaccine you know actually sheds they're finding it in people like say myself, that's never gotten that shot and never will. I know people, I hang out with people, people come into my store, my wife's gym, everywhere, that are shedding this, like, like just, like, fucking shedding, like a dog sheds. It's, it's in, the, in the skin follicles that are falling off. And so they're, they're checking other people that have never been vaccinated but hang around with a lot of people that have. They have it in their blood, too. So the, the master plan is to get us all fucked. And it seems to be working. You know, and with as many people that's been vaccinated, your odds of, you know, them leaking their fucking virus all over you, you know, it, it's, it, at least a zombie, you could see it coming at you with drool and shit. Going, you know, and they're all messed up and they've been shot three times and they're not dead you know they're a zombie and you can shoot them in the head gotta be headshots you know but this is going on right in front it's like hi hi honey how was your day at work well we got vaccinated oh that's fine let's have sex and then and it doesn't even have to be saliva and fluids it's, it can just be skin follicles landing in your food or on you or whatever so it's like they're winning at whatever game they're playing. So then what? Like, you know, is the world going to collapse because of that or because of finances or because Russia bad, Ukraine good or whatever that fucking mindless bullshit is? Or is that just subterfuge? To, you know, like, look over there. We got to polish this shiny object over here. So when you look over here, you'll forget completely about that. We'll have already invested hundreds of millions of dollars, billions maybe, in Ukraine. And Russia will just 
blow those weapons right off the map before they ever get to Ukraine. It doesn't really matter. Or maybe Russia sees them. Now, that would fucking piss off Americans because then it's like, oh, we sent over $800 million in missiles and ammo and, and, and weaponry and tanks, and then Russia just seized them. <laughs> and now they got them, you know, which would be fucking irony as fuck, you know. So, you know, then they'll go, look over here, see how shiny that is? We're like, wow, that's fucking awesome shiny, you know. And, and so we, as, you know, the American sheeple, just continue to get drug around by the spike protein in our blood and just ringing our nose, you know, fighting amongst ourselves, hating each other for the stupidest fucking reasons. And these are reasons that go back hundreds, if not thousands of years, you know, whether it's slavery, who every race has been slaved by another race. Let's fucking get over that bullshit, you know. Everybody, you know, everybody has certain proclivities of racism in their DNA, you know, it's like, and, and, and if you don't let it eat you up, you're just normal. It's like, well, this, this is the music that, you know, my forefathers listened to. Isn't it kind of cool? And, and you're like, yeah, it's nice, you know, and then you turn over to the 80s and you listen to that because you were raised around the 80s and, you know, we're different, you know, I've been listening to, you know, Mexican music my whole fucking life. You know, and it, it always sounds the same to me. And I was asking some kids at the at the Mexican restaurant, you know, I was like, does, does your dad make you listen to this old Mexican music? Because it's same beat, same da 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 you know, and it's just like polka. It never fucking changes, but it does. You know, he's like, no, this is brand new. This is a really popular brand, you know, and band in, in Mexico, you know. And it's like, wow, it sounds really old. And they're like, well, yeah, duh, you know. There's a 4-4 beat to everything. And, you know, Western music's always got that same fucking twang, you know. You know, rap music. Everything's got a thing. But it's the cultural thing that, you know, we don't see because we're so multicultural in America. You know, so to say that blacks and whites are the same would really be an injustice and a lie. You know, because you're trying, basically in saying that for the last 50 years, you're diminishing their value as a, a group and a race of people with different culture. And we should embrace it, which should, nowadays is called a, what a, stealing their race. What do they call it? Culture appropriation or some bullshit. So you can't dress as a, a you know, Pancho Villa to go to a Halloween party because that's bad. So I guess we should all just... You know, just show up. Hey, dude, bought you some wine. What do you dress as? I'm dressed as your friend, Mark. Oh, cool. I like your costume. Like, fuck off. You know, so that's how neutral we've become in everything, you know. And so it's just like saying there's no difference between a man and a woman. You diminish the value of a man. You diminish the value of a woman and their purpose in life. Just like you diminish black people for their culture and their pride and who they really are as a people by saying, well, you're no different than I am. And then they, they get mad. And they're like, yeah, we're way different. And then, but you, you know, but then now because it's become a thing, then you say, well, I'm different than you because I'm Irish or Jewish. Or, yeah, but you're still white, you know. And it's like, see, they, they've done that to us, not we. We just want to be left the fuck alone. So, you know, as everything changes, you know, it, it it stays the same, and, and you know it's just 
are we are we doomed? I don't know. I mean, you know, we as a civilization have been through this year after year after year, generation after generation, for decades, for fucking thousands of years, you know. We've always had something to fight and bitch and whine about. And it's like, what's the fucking purpose? So I guess that's the important part of, you know, we to be in the world but not of the world because once you become part of the world, you become a really a dumb motherfucker that gets sucked into all the bullshit that our goddamn politicians are fucking telling us to do. Now, if you're thinking there's going to be a wrap-up to this conversation, you'd probably be wrong because if you've been listening to me for long enough, you know I just go out on tangents and then I get lost out there and forget what the fuck I was talking about. You know, so it could be a three-part series talking about race or the economy or the fucking military. I, I really don't care. But, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking today I need to start watching like the collapse of Venezuela because, you know, and Argentina was the same thing. And, you know, all these great nations that were really actually, you know, really successful countries and nations that just fell apart. And Venezuela fell apart really quick. You know, we're, we're still watching it as it's apart, trying to, like, Humpty Dumpty put it back, itself back together. But, like, how long does it take a nation as big as America to completely fall flat on its fucking face? I mean, is our tolerance to being drunk so much greater than the rest of the world so we don't fall flat on our face and throw up and, you know, just become idiots in one night's drinking does it take like a lot lot more alcohol you know through our veins before we just fall flat i think we're we're in the the the, we're really you know staggering i think as as a drunk person would and when you really really look at everything that's going on you know, as a, as a prepper, and as a patriot, as a concerned person, as a as a parent or a grandparent, you have to look around and and think, what does this mean? You know, you don't plan a picnic, you know, uh, up in the mountains when you see it's fucking raining up there, and you wanted to have a nice picnic, you know, sunshine and fucking swimming at the lake, and there's a lightning storm up there. You're not going to be in the lake or on your boat or any of that shit. You just go, ah, oh, fuck it, let's just go. We'll wing it. Don't believe that fake news about the storm up there. It's like, well, I kind of fucking see it right there. It's like, you're such a fool. You know, you, you plan. How do we plan for this uncertainty that we see in America and around the world? I mean, I don't really, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Russia file or whatever they call them. I believe in Russia. I believe they've been our ally in every fucking war we were ever in. You know, and then when Russia, the Soviet Union collapsed, we went in and robbed them fucking blind. But when we were in the Civil War, Russia protected our southern border because Spain wanted to come in and pick our carcass clean and rob us blind. See, they didn't do that because they have values and morals and principles. We, on the other hand, are just a bunch of backstabbing cocksuckers and the entire fucking world hates us now. You'd be hard-pressed to find any of our allies that truly love who we are. Like during the Reagan years and stuff like that and going back. You know, that nowadays don't just do it because, well, you know, 
We're the bully. We are the fucking bully on the schoolyard. And everyone's like, hey, how you doing, Sam? You know, Uncle Sam. Yeah. Oh, fine. What do you want? Nothing, man. We're just good job. You know, you're going to bring some more NATO troops over here and protect me? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. I told you, don't worry, motherfucker. You know, that's who we've become. We can't be trusted. We'll get involved in something, then we'll pull out, and we'll just fuck everybody that's helped us for the last 10, 15 years. We're no good to the core. We are the bad apple in the bunch. And every nation with a brain knows that. Now, when I say nation, I'm not talking about Macron and, you know, that douchebag in Canada. I'm not talking about the leadership. I'm talking about the people wouldn't trust us as far as they could throw us. Because we're liars. We're deceivers. Even Russia said that. You don't negotiate with America because they'll just, they'll just rewrite the deal halfway through it. Like we've done to the Indians and everybody else. But that was not we the people. See, we the people are really good people. And we the people over there in France don't trust us. We the people in Russia don't trust us. We the people in Ukraine don't trust us. Not the government, us. Because we've shown them through our apathy and and being part of the fucking cabal that you can't trust an American as far as you can throw his fucking pickup truck. We have become the product of our politicians and everyone in the world fucking hates you, me, and all of our fucked up friends. And the the politicians are just doing what we tell them to do because we're a fucking democracy, right? So they hate us. See, now Russia, Putin's fucking approval ratings are like the complete reverse of Biden's. You know, he's like at 87% and Biden's at 13. So it's like just an entire flip of reality. The people trust him. The people of Hungary trust their new leader, their president that they've elected the third time now. Because he's a man of honor. And he does what the people have asked him to do. And so is Russia. Russia and Putin is rebuilding his economy, giving their people rights and freedoms back as they become old enough to deal with them, just like raising a kid. You don't give a kid a gun or a car when they're 10. But he's doing things. And if you look at them, you go, fuck. You know, he's, he's raising that country out of the ruin. You know, one freedom and one liberty at a time because you can't give it all to them right away because they've been in the darkness for so long you can't you can't give a starving person or a person dying of thirst and let them drink the whole gallon they'll just throw up and it'll make them sicker they'll they'll upchuck the steak you just gave them you slowly work them back into normal nutrition and that's what russia and putin's doing we hate them and you know what? There are people look at us and like, fuck you. It's none of your goddamn business. Because back in the 80s and 90s when we collapsed, you came in and stole every fucking nickel and dime you could find. So go fuck yourself. And that's how they look at us. They used to cheer us when we drove through in World War II through France and all these places. And with our tanks and our flags. And everybody was waving at us and throwing candy. You know what? In Ukraine... Maripol and these places that are being overthrown by Russia and taken back for the people. They're driving through with their tanks and all the people are coming out of their basements from hiding, waving at them and thanking them 
for liberating from the Ukrainian scum that ran that country for eight, nine fucking years. George Soros and the deep state motherfuckers. And yet, I talk to people that think the greatest fight in America is the deep state and losing our freedom and all this cabal of corruption and then turn around and hate Putin for fighting them. The only one with a pair of fucking nads on him that will just pick up the knife and say, let's fight, motherfucker, you George Soros. And it's just like you see it. And, and I'm off track because Ameri- American is us. It's not them bucks in Washington. And so the world looks at us and goes, what the fuck is wrong with them? And, in, you know, it's just like I was talking about. You know, you, you, you hang out with people that have had the, the, the shot and their boosters and stuff. They're shedding this shit and it's making you sick. And people in Russia... As far as wanting to catch our cooties, because how fucked up we've become, they don't want nothing to do with us anymore. You know, and the only people that are sitting there cheering us on are the people we're fucking paying into bankruptcy with our economic jackals and, and our hitmen that go into countries and destroy their fucking economy. And if you want to see how much they hate us, watch that movie. I think it was called No Escape with... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Amanda Pete and Owen Wilson, I think. You know where they're in some place in Vietnam, and the, everybody's rebelling because we sent in these hitmen to take over their water and stuff and do this little fucking game we play, and they hate us. You know they used to probably you know kind of like this a little bit because I think it's in Vietnam where we left and then thirty million people were killed because we left. You know it's like ah that's been fun. Bye, fuck you. Ha ha. You know, so when you really look at how people look at us and then you wonder why they just practically spit on us anymore. And then you kind of go, well, why do they act like they like us? It's fear. They fear us. Well, back to my original point. How much do you fear somebody that's no longer the bully on the schoolyard? He can't take your lunch money. Because he's decrepit. He yells a lot. But everybody that used to protect him is now gone. Nobody fears America. We're losing our grip on, on the petrodollar and the world reserve currency for the last 50 years. We blew that. We blew it. It's gone. You can kiss that goodbye. You know, our goodwill, it's over. It's, nobody likes us anymore. You know, you know, people come across the border from Mexico. They're coming here because we're giving them free shit. Otherwise, they would stay home, but we're, they hate us. So like if your, your enemy in the neighborhood's having a fucking yard sale and he's giving everything away because he's hooked on crack and he's just too stupid, you go in and you take it. You fucking buy that big fucking screen TV for $10 because he needs a fix. You don't even feel bad bad because he's so stupid he put himself in that position and you remember when when you went with him just a month ago and bought that tv for six thousand dollars and now you're paying him ten dollars and you're like dude you're such a fucking idiot that's how the world looks at us you know i i don't know how to wrap it up really any better than that if you 
critically look at it and you get over the shock and awe of what I just said. And you can bring down that American flag and put it in a drawer for now because it's a symbol of, of just fucking disgust. It's not you and I. We're still good people. But we've allowed our representatives to just fuck it up so bad. And, and like I just said in my last podcast, we're not going to fight. They don't need to take our guns. We're too chicken to fucking use them. We're cowards as a people. We let these leaders just lie to us, inject us with poison, put us in masks and tell us to lock down, ruin our businesses, destroy our fucking American economy. And we just sit back and just go, well, you know, I guess if we're going to fight, we need to hire a lawyer. No, maybe we just should fucking grab them and kick somebody's ass. You know, find these people that are causing problems in a back alley and beat the fuck out of them. But no, we won't even do that. So why do they need to make gun laws anymore? Just to scare us. But the reality is they don't need to take our guns. They're as useless as fucking paperweights. And I'm talking about all y'all and me too. I don't even carry anymore. You know why? Because the justice system will just throw me in jail because I'm a conservative and everybody else out there is the victim. So fuck it. Fuck this whole thing. And that's how the world looks at it. They're like, you used to be afraid of America. Invade America and you find a gun behind every blade of grass. Well, now if you invade America with lawyers and shit, they'll just move in and fucking buy it and take it. You're not going to fight. You know, people that say, will you stand? They make me want to vomit. Because I sat there and fought the city and everybody told me, Mark, just fucking do it. Get your permit and leave me alone. And you know what? The judge agreed and, and fucking fined me $10,000. And, and a few people said, well, at least you fought. It's like, what good did that do me? I needed everybody to show up and say, hey, no. But no. See, it was a non-jury trial, you know, because I didn't have a fucking lawyer. Because I couldn't afford a fucking lawyer. It's, just, it's, it's so goddamn aggravating when you try to look out the window and go, how do I, you can't even see the mountains to plan your picnic because you know, we're all blindfolded with ignorance and stupidity. See, so you, you can't take the blindfold off and go, oh, no, it's raining. I don't want to go there. You don't know. You don't know nothing. You're looking through mud and that's the way they want us. And nobody has the ability to critically think their way out of a mud puddle and rinse their eyes out and take a real look around. We're happier in the mud puddle. It's kind of cool here. Mosquitoes aren't biting me here. You see, can you make that leap of insanity that I've made? It's just like, what the fuck? Everywhere I turn is nothing but horseshit. And I know of all the podcasters out there that blow fucking hopium and sunshine up your ass and can talk real articulately and they don't fucking swear like I do. Well, they're not telling you anything except what they want you to hear. We got hit from YouTube, got a, a strike against us on YouTube because one of my videos used the word vaccine in the description. So we can't even talk now. But what we'll do is we'll come up with words like Canadian prepper had to do so he can continue to not get shot down and, and, and deplatformed on YouTube. So he calls, you know, uh, Ukraine, 
unicorns. And he's got all these words. So when he's saying, fuck this and fuck that, he's saying, ain't that cute? And look at the unicorn over there. We should buy him some hay, which means we should send him some weapons. See, it's such fucking shit. And that just makes my point. Who the fuck's really going to fight? Everybody's like, well, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't want to get deplatformed. Why? Because you're afraid you're going to lose some likes. You know, fucking set up your own fucking platform like some of these people have done. Go on Rumble. Go on Red Voice. Go on Brighteon and build your audience in, in a community that's not full of fucking libtard pussies, you know, but no, no, you know, I go on to, I go on Facebook and scroll through my shit and that, and then every once in a while comment to piss somebody off, which really is fun. You know, I, I don't, I barely do anything on there except all these auto loaders that, you know, um, Podbean does that throws my podcast out there. And I'm, I'm sure Facebook will eventually just, you know, fucking say, stop it, you know, but I, I don't care anymore. This is my fight. It's between me and them motherfuckers right out there that I can see and smell. Fuck everybody else out in the world. And all these people that just like, well, I, I don't, you know, we, we should, we should uh, regulate free speech. It's like, it's not free speech. I don't care what anybody smarter than me says. It's not. Government shall not abridge your free speech. Not Facebook. It doesn't, the founding fathers didn't say Facebook. You know, so if you think that what they meant because the world was so different back then that they should regulate free speech on a privately owned platform or even owned by shareholders, which is still privately owned, then I guess you need to flip that and go, well, I guess they can regulate AR-15s because those didn't exist back in the day. But no, we're happy believing both illusions. So I'm, I'm going to just calm the fuck down and get something to eat for breakfast because I got to go to work and I got to smile for people. This wasn't meant to, to do anything other than for me to, to get my frustration out. I don't know how to plan for the future. A good thing that I've been doing is, you know, for, since the 70s. So I'm in pretty good fucking shape, actually. So I'm not going to worry about it. But, you know, I don't know what to tell my kids or my grandkids. I don't know what to tell my kids raising their grandkids about school other than, well, homeschooling. Well, I can't afford to. It's like, well, then, you know, let them fuck your child and turn them into a boy, into a girl, and a girl into a boy. I don't know what to, but it's so fucking stupid. My son's got, you know, you know, he's got asthma. And then they're making him run track with a mask on. It's like, well, take him out of school. I don't know what the fuck you want out of me. You know, I don't even know how to tell people how to react to this bullshit. Other than the old common sense stuff. It's like, well, pull them out of school if you don't like schools. You don't like your job, quit. You don't like them fucking giving you a shot, get a new job. Start your own business. Fucking do something. Do something. So what do you, what do, you do? What the fuck do you do? You, know, you get like, oh, Mark. Crazy fucking Mark doesn't know what to do because he's just rant and rave. And like I said, there's podcasters out there that are way smarter, way more eloquent. And, you know, hey, Barack Obama was one of the most articulate, well-spoken fucking presidents since the beginning of time. Better than George Washington or John Adams. I mean, he wasn't, but that's what they said. And what did he do for America? He fucked it all up. So if you want to listen to people that sound really good, well, go to a Toastmasters group and learn how to speak publicly. I don't care. I'm looking at my country and even the town I'm driving through right now where my business is, 
60 to 70% of all of the retail spaces are vacant. They've been for rent for years. You know, our, our landlord, when we moved to a new location, that building had set empty since the fire. You know, they, they got it put back together to where it was a white box. And that was about it. Sat there for five fucking years until we said, we'll rent it. And then he said, fine, I'll fix it. And then he prettied it all up, you know. But nobody's renting, you know. The city of Sierra Vista is all happy because they, they changed some ordinances because their bureaucrats came off their fucking high horse to where we could get some grant money to build what? Low-income housing. That's Section 8, basically, for you people that think housing has to do with private property. It doesn't. So, you know, they're building, you know, Phase 2 and 3 of these low-income fucking Section 8 housing. Why? Because people are making so much fucking money. No, everyone's broke. And they can't even afford rent. They can't afford food. And they're not going to be able to afford it next week and next month and next year. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And we're just going to sit there like frogs in boiling water and go, well, maybe we should shoot somebody. Yeah, maybe we fucking should. Maybe we should at least, you know, eradicate all of the politicians by doing the one thing that we still have a little bit of control over and vote the fuckers out of office. All of them. Every fucking one of them. I don't care. If they've been in office more than one term, get rid of them. Get somebody new that don't know what the fuck's going on. Get them all out of there to where they all walk into Washington, D.C. and go, where's my office? What is this? How do I how do I answer my phone? All of them that way would be great. But come next election, I, I don't even think we'll have a 2022 elections. And if they do, they'll be such a fucking crackerjack box joke. It'll be unreal. So, you know, we're, we're this close to it being completely over. America is dead. And now all they got to do is throw the last couple shovelfuls of dirt on us. And then, and, and then it's fucking done. It's done. So uh, take what you can out of this. You know, you want to chop it up into little parts where I actually made some fucking sense. Do that and share it. I honestly don't care. Do whatever you want with this podcast. Don't even listen to it. I'm just tired of it. I'm at my wits fucking end. And I'm an American just like you. And I see all this travesty going on and going, fuck. And, you know, you can't do nothing. You know, everybody's so goddamn respectful now. It's like when Biden's talking out of his ass, people should just start fucking laughing. The, the, the entire news corps in, in Washington, when Saki says something, they should all just laugh and go, what are you, a fucking mental patient? And walk out of the room. But that's not going to happen because we're, we're really polite people. So I hope you enjoy watching America die from niceties. So help me figure it out. Send me a comment. Fuck, I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. I love you all. I really do. That's why I yell at you just like my kids. It's like, quit being stupid, goddammit. I love you, but motherfucker, could you not do that again? We need to, we need to do something. And I think that out of 300 million Americans or whatever there are, there's got to be somebody smarter than this flock of fucking morons we got running this country and voting for all this other fucking dumbasses. That's scary. I pull up to McDonald's. There's not a fucking car one in the drive-thru. What, I missed something? All right. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space. And we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. 
this far, no farther. I've just my game.